Welcome to the Inspirational, Informational, and Transparent Aviation Careers Podcast. My name is Carl Valeri, and I'm the host of the podcast. And today's episode, we're going to discuss why you may not be getting hired, even though there's a quote-unquote pilot shortage going on right now. But before we begin, a quick shout out to our sponsors over at Patreon. Thanks so much to everybody that's contributed. And all those donations go towards giving away free scholarships guides. That's that guide that we have with over $120 million of scholarships in there. You can find out more about how you can get a free guide because of those sponsors there from our Patreon account at aviationcouragepodcast.com slash free. And if you're someone who wants to help out this channel, please consider becoming a Patreon. It's aviationcareerspodcast.com slash Patreon. And what we do with that, all that money goes towards producing this podcast and also keeping the scholarships guide up to date. That's a full-time job for only $10 a month. Someone can get that, excuse me, only $10 a year. And like $10 a year, somebody can actually get a scholarships guide, which is updated Every month, every month it's updated. And uh, to do that, we have uh, a lot of people that help out with this podcast. And to pay for all that, we we get the help of all these different donors, sponsors, and also the folks from Patreon. So check it out, aviationcareerspodcast.com slash free. If you want a free one, if you want to help out and help other people get those scholarships, guys, every $10 that we raise through Patreon, we give away one scholarships guide. Again, that's aviationcareerspodcast.com slash free. Anyway, on with this show. And don't forget, at the end, we got a couple of announcements here about our career coaching. So, so listen to that towards the end there. First of all, we had a listener, actually more than one, but this one listener email really kind of got to me and said, you know, Carl, you know, I have the qualifications, but, you know, I'm not getting hired. And it's interesting, you know, why is it that I'm not getting hired? And it's interesting that I get this question often. You know, I've been doing this for over two decades, helping people get jobs in this industry. And one of the things that I found is that during downturns, just like this one here, the same question comes up right after the downturn and when hiring starts. If there is a shortage, then why can I not get hired? Well, there's a couple of reasons for that. First of all, let, let's look at you as a person as far as flying is concerned. And we're going to, there's just some tough love here. First of all, you, there's more competition out there. Why is that? Why is there more competition out there? The reason there's more competition out there is because a lot of people, there hasn't been any hiring, right, in the past year. And a lot of people have been building up their time and their experience. So maybe you're one of those people that decided to get out of the industry for a while and go do something else. Well, you've frozen in time your experience level when you left the industry. Now you get to come back into it. So in reality, even though there's a quote unquote shortage, there's a lot of very qualified pilots out there that can get hired right now into this industry. Is that gonna change? Sure, it'll change, but it's gonna take a little while. It might take a year, it might take six months, who knows? But with that said, you may be less competitive. So why are you not getting hired right now even though there's a quote unquote shortage? It's because there's more competition out there. You, in other words, have a less competitive application. Let's give a good example. Say you stopped flying because of the pandemic and you decided I don't want a flight instructor anymore. Say you're a flight instructor and you have 500 hours, 600 hours, and you decide to go do something else. Well, the people that stayed in the industry and kept getting their hours, kept flight instructing during this pandemic, those people have actually gone towards 1,500, 2,000, even 3,000 hours. So you're seeing some very high time, highly qualified applicants at the regional airline level. Same thing with the majors. If you're at a regional right now and you've been deciding to take time off, 
Well, maybe instead of three, 4,000 hours, uh, the majors can say, okay, we want 5,000 hours to be competitive. So let's talk a little bit about making yourself more competitive and how you can make yourself stand out. And by the way, don't beat yourself up if this has happened to you because a lot of people have become less competitive because of the fact that it was a pandemic. They had to go be with their families. I get it. That's more important than anything. So one of the things you have to do is realize you are where you are, but now you need to move forward from there. If you're flying frozen time for a while, that's okay because we're going to start again. We're going to start moving forward again. So lack of recent experience is the big one. That is the big one. Let's, let's talk about that. If you stopped flying for a while and, and no fault of your own, you got furloughed, whatever it may be, one of the things you need to do is stay current, become current, but also make sure because there's more applicants for the same number of jobs right now, you want to make sure that your recent experience is a little more competitive, right? So what do I mean by that? When I'm looking at hiring somebody, say at an airline, and I'm looking at the background that they have, quality time is really important. What's quality time? Quality time is a time that actually applies towards a job that you're looking for. So for instance, if you want to be a banner tow pilot, then quality time would be the amount of time you have with stick and rudder and tailwheel. That's really important. But a lot of people, what they'll do is go become a banner tow pilot to build lots of hours to get to the airlines. That type of flying, other than landing in a crosswind, et cetera, and you know, obviously being in the air is more important than not being in the air. It counts towards total time. That type of flying doesn't really translate into the airline flying as well because to, to fly in the airlines, we're flying IFR by instrument flight rules all the time. So say you worked as a CFII, an instrument instructor. You are in the system all the time. You're involved in the instrument instruction world and the IFR world all the time. That type of flying, that type of time is actually more translatable. Say you get a job as a corporate pilot. You're flying in the system. Say you get a job as a cargo pilot. You're flying in the system, and that system is the same system they use at the airlines. The banner tow, although it's great, don't get me wrong, it's great for building time, it's good stick and rudder, it's not as translatable as an airline job or an airline similar type job, which means a corporate job, a cargo job where you're flying IFR all the time in the system, that type of thing. The other thing that does for you is when you're a CFII or you've been flying in this system for a long time, it prepares you for those questions that you're going to get actually at the airline, at that interview. Uh, things like, oh, you know, things like what, what are the minimums, that kind of thing. What are, what are landing minimums? Uh, can I descend from final approach fix? All those kind of things that you're going through anyway uh, during your flying career. But if you're flying, you know, like a banner tow, and I don't want to beat up on banner tow, guys, because I think it's great, great experience, but there's a time and a place for that. Uh, now it's time to move on. If you've been doing that for a while, move on, start getting some of that instrument time, start teaching instruments, that type of thing. So you can answer those questions. When can I descend? When can I descend from a decision height, decision altitude, that type of thing. Another thing that gets people right now, because we're looking more towards going to the majors, uh, and again, there's a bigger pool of applicants now, even though there's quote-unquote shortage, uh, there's a bigger pool of applicants, and that bigger pool of applicants, a lot of them have degrees. So again, to make yourself 
stand out, make yourself more competitive, highly recommend trying to get a degree or be involved in getting your degree. Uh, and, and what does that mean? Maybe getting your associates, working on your bachelor's. If you're looking at it, going to a major, getting your bachelor's. If you're looking at the top threes or the, the legacy airlines, it's going to help a lot right now. Uh, do you need a degree to fly? No. Do you need a degree to get a job? Yeah, it's a lot easier to get a job when you do have a degree. So the actual flying is one thing, and that's a, that's a tough thing about this career. You have the flying part, and you have the degree part. So get the degree. Also, I get this question, what degree should I get? Get the degree in what you like. If it's aviation, get it in aviation. If it's computers like I did, get a degree in computer science, that type of thing. So again, get the quality flight time, get a degree. And one thing that I... I want people to do right now is remember this as much as you can. Please remember what's going on here because right now, right now, we're seeing people that haven't flown in like a year, year and a half competing against people that have been flying continuously during this downturn. And who is going to get hired? It's the people that have been flying continuously, keeping themselves current, that type of thing. So one of the things I want you to do is remember during the next downturn, during the next recession, during the next downturn in the industry, try to keep your skills fresh, right? Try to keep your skills fresh. Uh, when you get to a certain level, maybe you can back off a little bit. Uh, what level is that? Maybe when you get to about 10,000 hours, uh, then really start backing off uh, because then, you know, or a thousand hours PIC in an airplane that you want to fly, say it's an Airbus or a Boeing, that type of thing. You might be able to back off just a little bit, um, but but don't stop. Don't stop at that point. Just keep moving forward with all your hours till you get to that point. I saw, that sounds like a lot of hours, and it is. But remember, if you're thinking of doing overseas contracts, that type of thing, when you when there is a downturn, that's the type of hours you're going to need. You're going to need a thousand PIC in something. Uh, the bigger the plane, the more you're going to get paid overseas. And the Boeing 737, Airbus A320, are the two most popular airplanes that are used for those overseas flying jobs. There's other ones out there, 777, etc. But I mean the most popular ones, and and the jobs that most people get doing flying uh, in China, for example. And and you know we've had those people on the podcast. As a matter of fact, go check out on the search bar at Aviation Curse Podcast. Com. Type in there foreign flying to get some more information about that. So never stop flying during a downturn. Remember this. Remember what's happening right now. So again, make yourself more competitive. Fly more. Get quality flight time. Build your hours. Maybe possibly get a degree, but make yourself more competitive. Okay, so great. Now what? I mean, I am where I am. You know, you're probably asking right now. I am where I am. I'm not flying. What do I need to do? All right, this is what I want you to do, and it's a tough thing to do. Believe me, I've had to do this before. I want you to start over, okay? I want you to remember who you were when you hardly had any hours because when I'm looking at you as an applicant and there's somebody else that walks in the door who was flying yesterday and has thousands of hours, that person is the one I'm probably going to hire. So what I want you to do is this. I want you to pretend like you were when you were... Uh, years ago when you just got started. You're starting over. It's kind of like people that leave a highly technical industry and then want to get back into it. You're kind of starting over again. It's going to accelerate quickly. Once you get that first job, it's going to accelerate quickly. So what could you do to help yourself get some more ratings? If you're a CFI, get your double I. If you're a CFII, get your multi-engine rating. Get your multi-engine instructor rating. Do something to set yourself apart. If you're looking for that airline job, well, maybe look at 
you know, getting your CTP, ATP. Although right now, they're you know, airlines are paying for that, so it's not not such a great idea right now. But uh, something to think about if you have extra cash. Those are extra cash things. The things that are going to you know work in spades are the extra ratings, the CWI and the MEI help you out a lot. Also, another thing I'd like you to do is this. Get there, get out on LinkedIn, and also build your resume. Uh, we also have that course. It's going to be in the show notes. It's uh, aviationcurspodcast.com slash resume. You can find out more about how to uh, build your resume. It's really it's really an expensive course. You can go to courses also and click on resume. It's only 10 bucks. And we give a couple examples for downloads. It's a very simple resume, but it'll help you. And it's one of those resumes that's a typical pilot resume, one page, and explains all those things uh, that you need to know and and to get yourself out there, uh, to get yourself out there as a pilot and pilot applicant. Anyway, so why are you not getting hired even though there's a pilot shortage? There's many reasons, and all those reasons are usually because you're not as competitive as the other people out there. I know there's there's a hiring boom going on right now. I mean, it's uh, August 9th right now, and we know we heard about another airline hiring another 600 pilots. Uh, we've been hearing that. You know, they just announced today, and there's an, all sorts of airlines out there that are announcing. And I will say one thing, and this is one of the announcements I wanted to give at the end, is that our career coaching has gotten so busy. We're doing so many interview preps. If you're thinking of using me to help you with that interview prep, it's going to be a little bit tougher to get in my schedule. So please look at my schedule first. And also, before the pandemic, we said we were raising our rates. Well, in October of 2021, our rates are going up to $100 per session. Uh, and also, if you do sign up for our career counseling, our career coaching, uh, please look at my schedule because a lot of times it's like two, three weeks out. I love doing this. I love helping people. Uh, but uh, because of the end of the pandemic and the and the boom in hiring, uh, it's just that's all I've been doing is is interview preparation right now and career coaching, obviously, but uh, primarily interview preps because there's so many airlines that are interviewing and and there's so many airlines that are hiring right now. Uh, so that was our big announcement: is the fact that you know. Right now, we're going to be upping the rates to uh, it's $100 per one-hour session. Uh, and also, if if you do get a chance and you want to help out other people, say you're somebody who's really moving along in their career and you just want inspiration from this, this session or you want to help other people and you're listening to this, think about becoming a Patreon. Um, you know, with just $1 a month, you can actually pay for a scholarships guide for somebody with in just 10 months. I mean, just think about that. In 10 months, you can give enough to give away one scholarships guide, which could cause somebody to get all of their ratings by just getting that scholarships guide because we have over $120 million in that scholarships guide. And you can find out more aviationcareerspodcast.com slash scholarships. Also, if you have questions about any of this, feedback at aviationcareerspodcast.com. Uh, one of the things that's really important to me is the fact that I love doing this to help people. And and here's a, a struggle I've been having, and hopefully you've uh, listened to this till the end, is that because of the fact that so many airlines are hiring and because of the fact that this this industry has blown up so much, I have limited time. Um, and to give you kind of an insight into the industry, I'm also – uh, putting together some videos uh, and some podcasts about, you know, life as an airline pilot. Someone asked me to do that. And, um, I, you know, we have certain rules at work as far as social media, but I've been bringing a camera and bringing my cell phone. And what I'm going to do is this. I'm going to talk about my day, but also I'm going to talk a little bit about those destinations I go to and why I fly, because it's awesome. You know, the way I use this job, the reason I love being an airline pilot, number one, I get to go visit some really cool places. Number two, I get to to see my family and my friends, and I use the airline to do that. 
I bid overnights in cities where my family and friends are. So I'm basically having the airline pay me to go see my family and friends. What a cool job that is, right? And also I get to go to places. If I want to go to the beach, I get an overnight in Aruba or I get an overnight in the Bahamas or I go to St. Lucia or something like that where I can go hang out on the beach. And so that's the way my my job is, is that I tend to, and I go to Syracuse if I want to check out uh, information about about uh, canals and that type of thing. So there's there's really, you know, really some really cool things that you can do as an airline pilot. And a lot of people, you hear people talk about the fact that they may, they're slam clickers, they stay in their hotel room, whatever. But this is a really cool job. And it's not just airline pilots, it's, it's mechanics and flight attendants. Everybody can, can have those advantages of those travel benefits. That's one of the coolest things about this industry. So I really highly recommend you, you think about building your time building your qualifications. So if you're sitting there thinking to yourself, if there's this pilot shortage, why can't I get hired? Go back and look at all those things that I told you to do. Rewind this and check that out. Also check out the resume. I'll have a link in that, aviationcareerspodcast.com, a link to that resume course so that you can actually get the, the sample resumes. It's a very simple resume. It's professional and it'll get you hired. And I think that's what's really important. Well, folks, I really appreciate you listening, but most importantly, I want you to do this. I want you to take action today. I want you, after you're done with this video or if you're listening to this on the podcast, don't stop now. What I want you to do is take one step now towards your career goal. And that may be a big step. It may be signing up for a course and putting a down payment on your multi-engine rating. Or it might be something small. It might be getting on the internet, researching all these different places that you might want to work. Maybe it's making a phone call to a friend to say, hey, do you know anybody who's hiring wherever you are? But the most important thing that you can do for me today is to take one step today to move forward in your career and in your life. Well, folks, we'll talk to you next episode. Safe flying out there. You have been listening to Aviation Careers Podcast, an aviation podcast about living your dream and pursuing an exciting aviation career. This aviation podcast is produced by the Valeri Aviation Corporation. Although hosts or guests may receive compensation for products and services discussed in this podcast, compensation never influences our opinion. Before purchasing any product or service, you should always do your own research.